up, cool safe chicks? It's your girl Day. I'm Denisa. This is Lauren. And I'm Ayana. And you're tuned into Saved Girl Secrets. Alright, so I want to kick this episode off by talking about something that was hilarious to me. Um, <laughs> it's crazy because I don't tweet as much as I used to. Y'all remember when Twitter was like a big thing? It still yes. is a thing. It is definitely still a thing, but it, I, I know what you mean, Charter. Yes, like I remember in college where Twitter was like life, like tweeting was like everything. But anyway, okay, okay. So I haven't been tweeting a lot, but I was on Twitter, came across a thread about, I don't know how many of you guys have heard about um, Steph Curry's dad and mom getting divorced. Have y'all heard oh my God, that? I oh, saw that yeah. thread. Yeah. Oh, I saw that thread. Oh my, when I tell you, I was in the floor laughing. So basically, for those of you who have not seen the thread. So I haven't news- seen it. Okay. I haven't either. I'm gonna send it to y'all because mm-hmm. y'all deserve to laugh. Mm-hmm. Um when I guess the news came out about Steph Curry's parents getting divorced, they were basically telling Dale Curry, which is Steph's dad, like, you don't want to be out here dating. Yeah. Like this one, <laughs> this one guy <laughs> this one guy went in. He literally went in. He was like, I think whole thread started off something to the effect of you don't want to be out here out mm-hmm. here is not the out here that was out here when you was out here yeah okay because they've been not. married like 30 some years yeah right, right she in the person i don't know if it was a guy or a girl but i think it was a guy he he literally was like he was like these are like children of rihanna in chaos you gonna wake up one day surrounded in Candles and moon water, like this is not what yes. you want. Yes, yep. <laughs> what? <And> it, was, <laughs> it was so funny, Lauren. But the basis of the thread was basically like dating right now mm. is just not what it dating. is ghetto. It, it is, is. It is it's the ghetto. And so when we talked about this topic of men basically wanting to be courted, it reminded me of that, of men lately being in this space where it's like women not doing enough for us. And the women are on the other side like, what is y'all talking about? Mm. When are y'all going to do what needs to be done? Yeah. So I just wanted to open up the floor in this episode to get y'all's perspective on what an ideal Christian dating scenario should look like from a woman's perspective. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? I'm about to have a real transparent moment. I text my uh, my girls not too long ago, and I told them, I said, hey, y'all, I think that I am ready to date again. And Ooh. so... Um, I shared that with them, but then I realized after I hit sin, <laughs> I said, it ain't me. It's the pool, the data pool. I can't, I've heard this before. The data pool just got peated. That's the, that's the oh, end. No, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Not the dating pool has peated it. <laughs> That's the issue. It's not. I realized realized it's not me. So I just what I just did. I just politely went back into my little corner and I said, yeah, you know, I'm just going to chill out right here because this is this is okay. But to your point or to whoever what that guy was saying that was tweeting, it's just real interesting nowadays, you know, when you encounter people. Um, and especially some of the men, um, that I've encountered, 
I don't know if it's because they've read the stats that black women are doing what we have to do career wise, education wise, mm. that we're making coins mm. nowadays. But it seems like that they mm-hmm. want us, meaning mm. women, to talk court, about it, <laughs> to court them. And I it's the like, inflection in the voice for me. It's the- <laughs> it seems like <laughs> I'm like, like I'm just I'm just like what? You know, what's happening over there? Like, are you okay? I'm just trying to figure it out because it's, it's, (laughs) it's very, it's very alarming to constantly hear the same narrative, you know, I mean, the narrative, Lauren, inform the the people, the narrative, I mean, it fluctuates, you know, so one of the narratives are, so are we going to go Dutch? Are you, are you going to pay for your portion and I'm going to pay for my port? And we've already had that conversation concerning Lauren, and then it's even the thing about chivalry. I feel like some men feel that chivalry is dead, and you know, and they blame if you mention it to them. They say, "Well, you know, there's some women that are feminists, and they believe that you know, women can do this, and women can do that, and and so why should I have to open up the door, or why should I have to pull out your chair?" And and it's a bunch of whys. <laughs> And for me, it's like, I just oh. kind of don't, yeah, deep breaths, deep breaths. But I just personally don't understand it. And and it seems like it is universal. And of course, you find those anomalies in the midst of it. But then there'll be other things that add to that. But like like I'm saying, it just feels like. Go ahead, Adam, <laughs> Lauren. Go, go ahead. Go no, on in. I'm just saying, nowadays, it just seems like that they're really trying to reverse the roles um, and use, I think, as a crutch, gender roles as a reason why they are able to do so. And I just really don't. Yep. Me personally, I don't rock with that. So yep. I wanted mm-hmm. us to talk about it. That is, I feel like that. that's exactly what they use. Uh, it's funny, Sylvester and I were having just about the same conversation, I think last night. Because um, Sharday um, knows, you know why we had this conversation. Because um, Sylvester and I are doing a single seminar and Sade sent the questions over that we're supposed to be, um, I guess, ask answering or whatever. So we were looking over some of the questions and um, it just really. Um, See, I'm, the Lord, the Lord don't like it either. That's right. right. <laughs> the Lord is like, listen. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm sitting there and like, we're having the conversations and I'm thinking about just the different things that I've been seeing, even on social media in the past couple of weeks. And it really just grieves my spirit because I'm like, what, what is going on? Like, I don't understand. Like, I'm like, this is disappointing, especially, um, men disappoint me right now. Like men, especially single men, they are so I'm like, what is going on? So the thing that is really bothering me is this gender roles thing. Yes, women want to be considered equal. Yes, we are equal. You know, we're equal. We we should get equal pay. We should be considered equal in different spaces, especially when it comes to who we are, our intellect, um, careers, all that type of stuff. When it comes to getting promotions, all of that. However... When it comes to a woman wanting to be, um, I guess, uh, swooned or, you know, dated or or whatever, like, come on, grow grow some. Like, Uh (laughs) like, no, for real, because I'm tired of, 
why she can't take me out? Uh, you know, um, I don't gotta like Lauren said, um, why I gotta open the door and how come she can't pay for me? And then I'm like, come and then oh, what really got me is it's a podcast. I don't even know the name of the podcast, but the clip been floating around where the guy was like, um, everything that you saying you can do, I can pay somebody to do. So what, what? do you bring? So what do you bring into the table besides sex? Like that was his attitude. So you want to prostitute? And, oh, okay. Never mind. You talking? Want to talk about that? Listen, I don't know. I was like, I don't know what you want. I'm like, I'm convinced at this point that a lot of these men don't like women. Like they can't stand us. Like that's how. That's what it's coming off like. It's so much anger and animosity towards women that I'm like, what is going on? Like just, just say you don't like me. Just say you don't like me. Because this whole thing of what are you bringing into the table? What are you doing? Such and such, such and such. I'm like, what is all this anger? Like, what? Like, because he had that particular podcast or whatever. And then even other spaces and conversations that I've overheard when it comes to some men, it's so much anger towards what is expected of them. And I'm like, you are bringing this anger from woman to woman. And then even women that you ain't even meet yet or somebody that you might be potentially interested in that you don't even know sweet girls who are like really dope but you already going at it as hmm what can she do for me what do you bring it to the table mm -hmm. i'm like first of all you ain't even got no table uh -oh. so you know it's crazy ayana i was talking to a friend of mine and we were just having uh conversations about just relationships period in this day and era and how just the dating sphere how it is um and this particular friend, he's a male, and he was saying that um, pretty much he was sharing some of his experiences in dating. And he was saying that he enjoys the um, he enjoys, I guess, the the time with women, but mm -hmm. he does not want to embrace the responsibility of relationship. And I feel like. What? Yes. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. Yes. What is, the what is the purpose then? Like, what do you want to do with your life? Uh, well, uh, so the the thing is, he's doing things in, in his life, but it's just like. So when he it don't want to get married. And I'm not saying the end goal it's is not a, I'm, I'm definitely not, a, not saying that. Right. But he knows that for women, their end goal is marriage. And so what he does pretty much is he'll do just enough to keep the woman along. If that makes mm. any sense. And the crazy That's thing. super selfish. That's deceptive. Very. Well, no, it's not deceptive because I, he he conveys that to the women. Oh, like, okay. okay. Like the okay. women knows, but the issue is, is that I feel like in a way, and I, I don't think I've ever said this on this podcast, but I feel like in a way as women, we are somewhat partially to blame because we have accepted some things I, um, I feel like some we have a, enough I, I, women. Okay. I'm gonna say enough. I'm gonna say enough women have. I'm not gonna say all women. I'm gonna say enough women have accepted some things where now a man is conditioned to thinking that, that it's okay to just be that way. Yeah. And and realistically, I feel like some women feel like they had no choice. I feel right, like but we always have the choice. We always have the choice. Always. And that's when it kind of goes back to our conference that we had in 2019 about worth. Like, 
You know, it's really understanding your worth because if you understand your worth, you will understand that you always have the choice. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I I feel like, I feel two ways. I feel like there is a space where women have lowered their standards because they feel like if this is the dating pool and I want to be with somebody, then maybe what I'm asking for is too much. Mm. And so I feel like you have some women who are like that. But I also feel like there's this other end of the spectrum of women who run men into the ground. And men are kind of like, I'm done. I'm not being a good man no more because I run into, excuse, excuse this term I'm about to use. And I'm probably going to catch some fire and some hate for it. But Uh it is what it is. An Atlanta girl. A girl who goes out with a different person Monday through Saturday who just wants to go out to dinner. Who just who wants, wants to pay yep. And yep. Man, once a man runs into that, it's like, oh, nah. If all of y'all are like that, I'm good. And I think for them, sometimes now, a man we is gonna, triggered. We're going to call them a socialite. We ain't going to say Atlanta girl because okay. they all Fair. over the world. Um, And I feel like for some men, once you run into that, when you run into someone else who's like, well, I need you to do this or I need you to do that, it triggers them into this space where they're seeing you as something that you're not just because you have a standard and it's like i'm not asking you to pay my bills i'm just asking you to open a door yeah but for them it triggers them to a space of thinking about this person who was basically trying to use them but so, see, yeah. that's that's why the issue okay that's why the issue at hand is instead of entering relationships in this i'm, I'm automatically want to date you and oh we gonna get married next week instead of building this house that's why there should be friendships established so that there can be an understanding of who the person is so the man won't be approaching it like oh she's just another gold digger and the girl won't be approaching it a certain way as well because we skip over the friendship we we totally skip over the friendship and, and looking for um you know something else but what i will say is like what the part that i'm not understanding when it comes to certain things is let's say a guy asks a girl out on a date. Mm-hmm. To me, if you're asking the girl out on a date, then you need to pay. That that's I agree with that. That like you you asked her like, hey, um, you know, I would mm. really like to go out. I really like like to take you out, such and such. Then you asking me. But if let's say we be like both of us having a conversation and we be like, you know, we should hang out sometime. That then, sounds like you asked me too. <laughs> No, like it's more, it's, it's more of a like you know, kind of a mutual like yeah, we should yeah, we should hang out sometime. Is it a you date know? or is it is it just you hanging out with your friend? That's why there needs to be an establishment of friendship first, because I just look at it as hanging out with your friend. Like, okay, Sylvester and I, when we first went out on our first date, he asked me out. But after that, it was a couple of times we were just hanging out because we were friends for a few months before we even said we were dating. Yes, we knew that we had interest in each other, but we were like, you know what? Let's develop this friendship first. Right. And I think that's one of the main reasons why I wanted to highlight courting, because I think if you are courting, then you have surpassed. You have already or, right. You have already established a level of friendship between you and, and the other person, and it seems like a lot of these people who are speaking about their dates or speaking about unsuccessful dates, it sounds like they would, in my book, 
be in a courting situation. And I think that is the struggle. The struggle for me is it seems like there is no longer a level of respect of what courting really is. Because even though if you take me out on a date and you pay for my meal, um, that does not mean that something comes after that, number <laughs> number one. And it seems like um, a lot of times or a lot of instances, not a lot of times, but in instances, you know, if, if you're hanging out with somebody, it may he may not say nothing the first date. But on the second date, he, he looking at you like, shouldn't something come? And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> but you know <laughs> what? Shouldn't something come like what? Like what? Right, right. Because I feel like, honestly, going back to Sade's point, or I don't, at this point, we had, y'all have all had said some great things. So I don't even know who said this. But I think what we're seeing now, and I'm when I say we, I'm saying me and Lauren, obviously, because we're single. I, I feel like it is a, hmm. I want to say, <laughs> I don't, I'm trying to think, Lord, give me the words. <laughs> give me the words. <laughs> I think it's like a, a triple effect of, a ripple, a ripple, excuse me, effect of so many different things. One, I am definitely going to say it is all the sex that's just happening, you know, because all I what? feel like sex. Six. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. It's six because I feel like <laughs> not that a not that a man is rewarded or that he should get something and all of that, but I think because now people are just so free and it's just this is just sex and it's just I feel like the dating has now like mm, how do I help me make this make sense, Lord? I feel like her. people date with lust intentions. That that's, definitely, and because there, there's yeah. no regard for a person, you just look at somebody as somebody to smash or knock off because that's just what the culture is. Instead of looking at somebody uh, with honor and the intent to be friends and that you, you know, develop, Wait, you so, know, care, all of that. And I'm not, I'm definitely not asking this like being naive or anything, but mm -hmm. this is really happening. Like Christian men are approaching relationships like yep. this. <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm, I'm you, actually not shocked. I'm just like, but we, we really doing this? But like, you know, you know what's crazy, Ayana? I've had conversations with um men who are Christians and kind of dating like that. And when they'll meet a woman like myself or meet a woman like Denisa, um, or a woman that's just, you know, carrying herself a certain way, they'll keep her at bay. And their response is, you know, I'm not ready for that. But when I am ready mm -hmm. for that, I will drop mm -hmm. to the side, you know, the girls that I'm messing with. And oh then I'll, um, you know, I'll pick up from where I left off. And my yeah. response, my response to them, I just, I literally just had a conversation with a guy um, about this. And I said, what makes you think that we would want you? I said, because you're coming into the situation with all this spiritual residue. And whereas you're thinking that, you know, you have you have a right to to date me. I can I can look at you from a far away and see, nah, I see this girl. I see that girl. I see this girl. Mm -hmm. I see that girl. And I think that is unfair. I said, and how would that make you feel if I come and tell you that, you know, I no longer want you because now you're coming into a or you're trying to come into a relationship with all this spiritual residue because you have decided to partner yourself up or link yourself up sexually with all these different women. And so I said, mm -hmm. so it still leaves us in the same situation of us being single. I said, you don't mm -hmm. think I've met a lot of men who are great guys, but they got spiritual residue that I don't want. Yeah. I said, because when I open up that gate, I'm opening up myself to that as well. So it's wow. just like, 
I don't know. But nobody talks about that. Nobody talks about the fact that, you know, a guy can do this, that, that, and the third for all these many years, but I'm supposed to be okay with it. And so the guy's response in that situation was like, well, how many women actually think like that? He said, a lot of women, and I'm going to tell, mm. mm-hmm. tell, tell you exactly what he said. He said, a lot of women are so desperate to be in a relationship, they'll take us anyway. And yeah. that's true. And that is true. That's it is. True. I ain't had nothing to say after that. I was like, silence of the lambs. Because <laughs> I also, I, <laughs> I do feel like though, that there was such a, a time where situationships and all that was just so popular. And that was just the thing to do that. You now have women who look back years later and be like, you know what? I actually really do desire to be with somebody, not just right. a situationship or just not, you know, not just this. So they've come to a point where it is a settling. It is a, you know, I see it every day. I mean, I live in Atlanta. And of course, the statistics are that there are so many more women than men. But I can be out and see somebody. I'm like, girl, you do not. You poor thing. Like, you really don't want that man. Or you really, you know, <laughs> but just to say that you have somebody, you know, mm-hmm. you really don't, though. Or to be technical, all you have is a body because you mm-hmm. are not attracted to the spirit or the soul of that person. So you are doing all of that to have a body and be seen with and take pictures with for Mm, yeah, no. Mm. The church is quiet. <laughs> I, I can't say anything. I just, I, Lord, I, I, just, I think, I think I was the place that I'm. It's like I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed because it just feels like the dating game has not changed since I've been out of the game. And I've been out of the game a long time. You said it hasn't changed? It, no, because it, it, it's like what y'all It felt like it got worse. No, it definitely yeah. got worse. But I'm saying it hasn't changed. Like, you thinking it'll maybe little, get a little better, a little bit, you know, oh, little, a, little, a little sprinkle, a little razzle-dazzle somewhere. But it's just like, it's just terrible. <laughs> like, I'm like, what is going on? Because you, the, when I ahead, asked Anna. the question, yeah, when I asked the question about, so what you're saying is Christian guys are thinking like this. I, I asked it just out of curiosity because that's how guys were thinking when I was single. This was 14 years ago. Like I, when I was in my early twenties, I got those situations or I could, you could instantly tell a guy that you're talking to. He just trying to talk to you just to, to smash, you know? So that's why I'm like, okay, so we in 2021 and men in church are still acting the same way. But we're, it's like, it's no growth spiritually. And I'm like, what, what's the disconnect? Like, when, like, I think my thing is, when are a lot of these men going to be ready to settle down in a way? Or I don't know, like, I hate to use that term, but I'm like, what, what do you want out of life? Like, because, mm. it, yeah, like, what do you want out of life? Because That's a good you, question. The, yeah. the guys, because the thing is, these guys say they want to get married one day. They say they want to get married. You have conversations. They say they want to do this, that, and a third. But it's like, well, not right now. And I'm like, okay, so when? And then, and then like how Charday was saying, or I think Charday or Lauren was like, no, Lauren, you said that, you know, you'll they'll have this girl in waiting in a way until they're ready. And I'm like, what? Like that that should not be the mindset like what are you waiting for i think some guys do that because they know that girls will wait <laughs> and i 
y'all need to stop. And, and I'm not talking about y'all. I'm not talking about Lorna Denise because I know y'all. I know y'all ain't waiting. Y'all out there who listening, stop Ooh. waiting. <laughs> I think I think a lot of guys do it because they know that the girls are gonna wait. I um it it's interesting because of course I'm married, but even in the, the space of dating, it was just kind of like, I remember even when my husband initially wanted to start dating. And I mean, most of y'all know this story before we ever got into a relationship and he wanted to date. And it was like, no, you can't date me. And it was similar to what Lauren is saying. It's like, we were friends. Like date me for what? Like you already know me. If you're going to be with me, then you're going to commit to me. Mm-hmm. Point blank period. And if you're not going to commit, then I'm going to keep dating other people. And I'm still mm-hmm. not going to date you. <laughs> and I think that for a lot of women that, you know, and I'm sure, you know, Denise and Lauren are very similar. Like for a lot of women, they're not going to do that. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. almost like this passive aggressive little, okay, I mean, if you're not ready, then I guess we could be friends. I guess we could still kick it. And it's like, no, don't come over my house. Don't call my phone after eight. We're not going out. Like, no. And I think that for a lot of people, they're not willing to say no in the moment out of fear that something else won't come along. So, mm, yeah, I feel like I, to, to kind of piggyback on what you just said, Sade, it feels like sometimes I encounter women that don't want to say no to themselves in fear of someone or in fear of God saying yes to something else. And it's like, and I say that because it's like you, I've, I've encountered friends that, um, or just associates. I should, I should, I should say associates. But I, I've encountered associates who um, they'll they'll be in communication with a guy, right? And they may have had something with that guy in previous years, and they'll still kind of keep that connection, knowing that that connection with that guy is like a sour spot for them. And so my encouragement to them always in that place is like, yo, just cut ties. I was like, what, yeah. what's the fear of cutting ties with this thing that you once had with this guy? I said, first of all, if it's meant for y'all to be together, got to work it out where y'all will be together. Mm-hmm. I said, but by you allowing yourself to still have access to that level of communication with this person, you're not giving yourself opportunity to really be free to receive whatever it is that God wants to send to you. And so I just, I mean, I know we were talk, supposed to be talking about courting. But right. <laughs> No, nah, you hit that girl because I've been, I've been there. Yeah, girl, I mean, that was that was girl. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I mean, me, me personally, and, and it was something I had to do. I literally went through my phone and all guys that I almost used another word other than guys, but all, <laughs> all the men that I, I was, I'm gonna say, cool with and stuff like that, they got blocked that day, and it wasn't mm-hmm. just on my phone. It was on social media. It was on everything. And, um, and then I even got to a place and, and I'll be completely transparent. You can, you can look for Lauren's social media account today and you won't find it because I said, if I can't block you, I just need to block myself. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I said, because I need to go on this spiritual journey to make sure that I am in alignment with Christ, that I'm not making foolish decisions and out here, out here, just being out here. I hate that phrase, just being out here, but I, I just wanted to make sure that I was just in a good place so that I could, whenever God sends me, whoever he wants to send me, I'm able to receive it without any distraction. Like that was my thing. I did not want to have distraction, but yeah, 
<laughs> you know what, Lauren? You know what I appreciate? God is just so good. This is really blessing me. I, too, actually am on, like, a very similar, I don't want to call it a journey. I don't know what it is. And God has revealed so much to me, like, even to the point where I didn't realize I was, I was, I am not, but I really was a feminist. And how I was operating, I really didn't have, like, a high regard or respect for me. Just a whole bunch of stuff. I'm like, God, that was me. Ooh. Like, he literally is showing me, like, and I'm like, okay, Lord. You know, like, okay. Like, not again, Lord. Okay, you already told me too much. <laughs> but um, there was a post that I actually saved and I made it my screen saving. It's literally what you just said. It literally says, the longer you entertain what's not for you, the longer you postpone what is. Ooh. So it, it's easier, actually, to stay in a situation and be in communication with the person. It's harder because, you know, there's something better. And there's something that God wants to do. So I'm just, you know, picking back on what Lauren said. I'm actually on very something, something very similar. But the longer you entertain what's not for you, the longer you postpone what what really is. You know what, Denisa, what I had to realize, I, I remember God asking me, how much do you trust me? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like, as especially women in their single space, we often talk, about, okay, I'm going to trust God and he going to bring me my ass. <laughs> that he gonna baby my husband but what does that look like does that look like 10 years does that look like five years you know does that look like 20 years you know so you just never know does it look like i mean i hate to even break it up but we we started off with the with the curries that's a little like the curries like you just never know you know you never know really what the situation is so it's really like really getting yourself in position to completely trust god and what does that exactly look like but child going back to this court in <laughs> court is not a right i was gonna say where where did we start and where right have we, we have ventured off right i don't know we're gonna, we're gonna take a break we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna come back <laughs> and we're gonna figure out where we are okay? <laughs> so um we'll be right back I, yeah. after this Saved Girl Secrets is brought to you in part by the Hair Razor Hair and Skin Oil. Visit www.thehairraiser.com for more info. All right, ladies. So we are back and we are going to continue and really, I guess, go with the question. Should a woman court a man? Now, I'll say this. Before the break, we kind of veered off into different directions or whatever. But I do feel like everything goes hand in hand. So I hope you guys received what we were saying and really listened, really listened. So um, here's my question, especially for my single ladies, Denisa and Lauren. Would you court a man? Child, I don't want to go to court, period. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So I know I ain't courting y'all, man. I don't even want to go to traffic court. I I, I, I pay for the ticket. (laughs) And I and the oop. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so no, Lauren's not courting anybody. Never. I couldn't I could I can't even I can't even finish what I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lauren's not doing it. Mm-mm. I understand. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. And I would actually go as far as to say that I would not allow any of my friends it ain't grown but that, my friends can't even court nobody like nobody that i love for real yeah i can't even see them do that yeah facts now, and, if it, and if it looked like they are i'm a forewarner mm-hmm. so what are your thoughts on like let's say if you see a guy that you might be interested in you initiating the conversation or um even would you ask god on a date what <laughs> <laughs> 
Lauren's like, <laughs> the audacity. The audacity of you to ask me such a question. <laughs> ask him on a day. I know what Usher said, but we ain't doing that. We're not trading places. <laughs> you know what, Laura? I think she meant like, you know, like maybe he needs to date. Like the date is August, whatever, you know, like, yeah, sure. Oh, I get right. Exactly. No, but ne never. I, I can, can select, I can look at my calendar and tell you dates that are available, but that's what is today. Much as oh my gosh. The oh, date no. today is August 25th. <laughs> I can give you the date that you can take me out, but right. no, I'm not asking. You. I'm not. Oh, you know what? I'll say. Not initiation. Like if we're dating, courting, whatever, and we have a rapport, I mean, you know, I might surprise you a date night or something like that. But I am not in no way, shape, or form, no, asking a man out you're like not, that. So you're not initiating the first date, basically. No. Right. But but if y'all are already in an established relationship, you know, you may say, "Let's of course. go ha go hang out," or you know, "It's your birthday. I want to take you out," or whatever. Yeah. But okay. ain't gonna be no Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, mm -mm. Thursday, Friday, Saturday on Monday. Um, yeah, I'm I don't married. Know. Yeah. <laughs> just, just barely. I'm just barely married. My marriage just might have started walking. It's only eight months. Um, so girl, you ain't gotta give that disclaimer. Right? You still, exactly. you still were you were dating? You still were I dating? Was. I was. I was. But I'm saying, even in marriage and dating and courting. I think that I'm learning there too. Like I feel like since I've gotten married, like my husband's love languages have changed since we got married. Lauren so said it would. I did. She did. You said um, that Lauren. I did. How um, did you know? Because I saw it in your eyes. <laughs> She said, oh, I don't really touch that much. I said, she lying. She going to be touching a lot. She did that's, say that. That's not even the one that, that changed. So I'm not oh. either. I'm not messing with Lauren. Anyway, <laughs> um, my husband used to be a very like acts of service type of guy. And he still is. But now it's almost like it's mixing in with like gift giving or showering him with affection, which is something that as a person, like I remember who started calling me princess thug life but it's a very real thing and <laughs> it's like men want to be like loved and like lavishly showered with affection and all of the things that they give and I think that that's something that I'm learning that even as a wife like I have to like lavishly show my husband that I care about him and I think mm -hmm. in a dating scenario there are men looking for that without giving the commitment and making mm. the established covenant necessary to get to that level of relationship. Mm. You right. right. You I think right. that's good day. I think that's really yeah. good because you know what's so special about you and Ayana being in a married space is when you give of yourself like that, you know that they're not receiving it in a harmful way. You know that you are giving it to a, a, a safe place. And yeah. I think that is what's detrimental a lot of times in a dating spirit is that you're giving, if one person is giving of themselves or giving all of themselves, literally, someone can just take that and run over it. And yeah. now you're left, you're left feeling empty. Holding a bag. Just, right. Yeah. Just there. Yeah. So, I mean, I get it. I feel like, I feel like in a dating scenario, and I'm going to just be very, very transparent for most of my dating history. I literally was like, how little can I give mm. and, and get as much as I want? Like, how mm. little can I put out 
emotionally, mentally, and financially. Was that like a, a a guard that you put up? Yes, okay. yes, of course. And I think that it came, you know, like after my first love. I got mm-hmm. to a space where it's like, oh no, nobody will ever yeah, ever do that again. Like I'm not yeah. gonna experience that again. Mm-hmm. Nobody will ever get that much of me again and be able to just walk away with it. And I just be sitting here like, you know. Mm. What you were about to say? Who was about to say something? I'm <laughs> I'm taking in what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's gotta- a very real thing. I've been there before, Dave. I have absolutely been there before. Yeah. And I mean, I guess what I'll say to my single girls, and I don't want to be the married woman telling the single people what to do, because I also feel like as a single woman, that as a single woman, that can come across really weird as well when there's somebody who's not single telling you stuff. But mm-hmm. um, to my single ladies, I feel like keep your standards high. Yeah. If a man is not willing to meet what it is that you say you want, if you want to be courted and you don't want to pay for dates, then date a man who is it's, going to allow you to, to be courted. Self. Yes, and not yeah. asking yeah. you to pay for dates. I and agree. I say that, yeah, and I say that because how you date is how you marry, yeah, and you cannot. Good. Yeah, you cannot require of a husband what you didn't did not require of a boyfriend. And mm-hmm. I think that you know a lot of times you think, oh, you know what, we're dating. I'm gonna just do this, so then we can get married. And you think it's going to change. And the fact of the matter is, it doesn't. It just- you know you know what I heard the other day? Uh, it was in another conversation that I was kind of looking at. It was a woman. She said it was about the conversation about what do you bring to the table? Mm-hmm. And so the woman said in response to that, she was like, what's crazy is when uh, men who are, I guess, have money, like, or wealthy men, they mm-hmm. never ask a woman, what does she bring to the table? Because they know that they are able to provide whatever she needs. Mm. Mm. And I was like, wow. And um, so my thing is, I'll say this. You know, I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. Ayanna. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. The man may not ask it, but you know who will? His mama. His mama going to ask you what you bring. <laughs> okay. We got, we, that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> that's a whole It's the truth, though. Yes. It's the truth. That, that we, we not never recording. Ever. <laughs> yeah. That's a whole nother conversation. But the thing that I thought about, because. I definitely want to um, just kind of give the disclaimer with this when I, when I feel that at least with me, when they're talking about wealth, I think it's also a wealth mindset because let's say I I will always use my relationship as an example, because I'm like, I don't know nobody else's. I'm just going to use mine. When Sylvester and I started dating, um, he wasn't in the position that he is in in now. He wasn't even like in the same career that he's in now. He's working at Chick-fil-A and, but, Sylvester didn't come to me talking about, well, what are you bringing to the table? You know, like, first of all, we both trying to build a table. We both like we 20 some years old. We early 20s. We both trying to figure life out. So but I feel like our mindset was wealthy. So we we saw the future and potential in each other and was willing to invest in each other. So it wasn't no, look, what do you bring to the table? What do you bring to the table? What you going to do for me? It was like, okay, how can we build together? Yeah. So I, I feel like even now, like, I'm not saying that 
you got to have a whole lot of money and all that type of stuff in order to, you know, be able to court a woman. I'm saying your mindset has to be in a wealth position and wealth meaning um, not just financially, but spiritually, emotionally, like how, how wealthy are you on the inside? How whole are you on the inside that you're able to approach this situation? Not in the, what can you do for me, but how can we grow together? That's good. Yeah. I think that's so good. So that's good too. So I feel like we, I think that men especially need to look at it differently and I, you know, I'm praying that any guy that's listening to this, because I know we got some saved guy secrets. Um, <laughs> you know, if you're listening, like, don't approach your dating life as what she gonna, I don't want her taking advantage of me. She just trying to take my money. No, a lot of these women are not, like, you can tell. Trust me, you can tell. Like, right. if you really, if you really <clears throat> tap into the Holy Spirit and approach your dating life with talking to God first, and and seeing okay lord do you should i talk to this person how's this person's heart how you know he will tell you and i think that's the missing link with a lot of dating um a lot of people who are trying to court who are trying to date who are trying to approach different relationships and friendships is they don't seek the holy spirit when it comes to stuff they see a cute face they see a beard they see a, <laughs> a pretty a pretty smile and they're like oh they fine and that's it and it's like, but the Holy Spirit tell you to go talk to that person because the Holy mm. Spirit will tell you if they trash. Mm. Yeah. Straight up. You okay? I am. I'm all right. I'm okay. all right. Like the, <laughs> the Holy Spirit will tell you. So I'm like, I feel like we just need to stop playing these games and really tap into the Holy Spirit when it comes to things and talk to him about everything. Like, okay, I want to start dating. Like I, I'm open to like, that is one thing that I did. Like, you know, Denise and Lauren are talking about, you know, they feel like they're going on a spiritual journey and they're looking at different things in their personal life. That is what I did before I, I even met Sylvester. That's what I was doing. I was like, I'm not going to talk to nobody. I'm just going to do me. I need to figure out who I am as a woman and what do I actually want? You know, and then it was like, okay, you know what? I think I'm open to getting to know somebody. And then here come Sylvester Abaca, you know? Mm. And the thing is, Sylvester Abaca was there a whole year before I knew that he liked me, but I didn't really, I was like, nah, I'm good. A whole year. And then all of a sudden, y'all know the story. It was Easter Sunday. He walked into the dome lobby with a suit on. And I was like, and this was after okay. I said, this was, <laughs> this was after I said, I'm open. I was like. Mm. I never looked at him but like that before. So it's like, let's let's stop playing the games and let's invite the Holy Spirit into all of our relationships. And, and, like, it's no way around. If you say you're a Christian and you say you trust God and you say you have a relationship with him, you have a relationship with him in every area of your life. So you're going to mm -hmm. know who's going to try you. You're going to know who who trying to take your money. You're going you gonna to know all of that. Like, let's just stop the games and, and really have a relationship with God so we can know who he is leading us or who he's allowing to come into our lives. Right. So, yeah. I think that was beautifully said. I think that was beautifully said. I really, really do. 
And I, I would I would just add one slight little thing. I would just say check your scars. And what mm -hmm. I mean by that is don't allow for things in your past to hinder whatever God is bringing in your presence. Um, exactly. And that's for women and men. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, you will hold someone um, with the same, I guess, type of attitude that you may have experienced in your past. And truth be told, you know, mm -hmm. the person that's not fair to the person and it's not fair to yourself, too, because it doesn't allow for you really to get to know a person. So I would just say, you know, check your scars and everything that Ayana said, everything. All the things. All the things. All the things. Yeah. Like, if y'all want the truth, y'all need to have a relationship with God, man. That's the first thing. Then you, everything will come into play. <laughs> everything. <laughs> Yeah. Everything is birthed out of that relationship. Sure. That's you know what, Ayana. That's good too because I did realize that too. I would say check the fruit of whoever you're dating because that nips it in the bud too. A lot of these guys, like to the point we were saying earlier, a lot of these guys they they'll wear the the Christian T-shirt, but when you check that fruit, it's rotten. And my mm -hmm. thing is check the fruit before you go out on a date with anybody. Check the fruit to make sure that is this man really a man of God or is he is that just a T-shirt he wears? You know, mm -hmm. here and there. So to your point, I think that is really, really important. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm going to say is something that I've been asking and talking to the Lord about too. date people that, and we, I think you guys have said this before on a whole nother episode, like date people you actually like and date people that actually like you, mm -hmm. you know, and then you can tell when someone not necessarily goes above and beyond because they genuinely care about you. Yeah. Because I can see that with my friends. I don't, I don't have a man right now, but my friends go above and beyond because they care about me and they love exactly. me. Exactly. You know, so date and, and you know, be the yeah. person that goes above and beyond if you actually like somebody. Like, like them. Don't just, yeah. you know. That was good. Let your that friends set the That's, bar. Yeah. Because Child, they have set the bar. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And listen, um, and then because the thing is, the unfortunate thing that I've been seeing, especially in the Christian space, is people dating based off of status Ooh. and mm -hmm. how you can look like how that person looks on your arm. Ooh, child, it's time to go. <laughs> to yeah, go. Yeah, how that person looks on your arm. And I'm like, <laughs> unfortunately, those those relationships aren't fruitful. So you got to be real mindful, like. Don't waste your time with that, you know, and and or you're you're looking at, well, if I get with this person, it'll make me look better or it'll make me feel better. It, Ooh, no, child. no, mm. you can't do that. It ain't going to help you because, you know, when you get married, you marry. Exactly. Mm. And then you, you sitting there just realizing that, oh. I'm still not happy. And you, it's not a PR move. Marriage is not a PR move. Exactly. So. Like hmm. we people taking stuff too lightly. Poor I'm just over here receiving. It's yeah. it's falling on good ground. Yeah, yeah. Pe people pe people are starting to take marriage too lightly. They're taking these relationships too lightly, and it's just like it's it's heartbreaking because I'm like I'm seeing so much divorce in the church because they married with the wrong intentions. They married because they're sitting there thinking that oh, once we get married, everything will fall into place. No, you right. need to establish that foundation from the beginning because mm -hmm. um, like Sylvester and I were literally talking last night. I was like, one thing about us, even if we, let's say, are upset with each other, if we have a disagreement, the reason why we can always come back together is because we have like come back together and like converse about something and really break it down and whatnot is because we have a 
friendship. So when you have a genuine friendship with somebody, you're not going to sit there and go days and days and days. Like, you know, like that's my homie. Like I, I can't stay mad at my homie because that's my best friend. Like I want to, you know, I got to wake up every day next to this person and I'm just going to be sitting there and be mad. I'm like, dang, my friend, I ain't got my friend. I need my friend. So Mm -hmm. when you have that genuine (laughs) friendship, then you can really maneuver this this thing good. And, it's, and I think that's the missing link with a lot of things is people don't have those genuine friendships. They're just looking for, what can you do for me? So, yeah. Which, which like goes back to the point of having a genuine heart. It all yeah. starts with your heart. Like, yep. As long as that heart is genuine, everything else reads the same. Yeah. So yeah, praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise him. Amen. It could well, all, I, it could I, all I, be so simple, but you rather make it hard. <laughs> Y'all the words Lord, yes. of Dr. Lauren. So. Lord. All right. Well, is y'all got anything else to add? I feel like y'all said all the things. Mm-hmm. I have. The doors of the church are open. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Well, I am so excited for everybody who tuned in with us tonight. We hope that you got something from the conversation. We hope that if this was your first episode, you go ahead right now and follow us on all social media platforms at Save Girl Secrets on Instagram, at Save Girl Secrets on Facebook, at Save Girl Secret, no S on Twitter. If you really want to talk about this and dig deeper, child we got relationship stories for days so send us a secret letter to savegirlsecrets at gmail.com and we would love to chop it up in our inbox or you can shoot us a dm slide in our dms um we love you all be sure to join us for bible study on thursdays at seven if you need some more word because i mean today we was talking i don't know if we gave some scriptures but we do that on thursday read your um, bible with the Bible, <laughs> your own Bible. Um, but we love you. Good God bless you. Love and peace. Bye. 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 Bye.